Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's story which comes from anomaly 19 from the entitled people subreddit and says my mother ruined my bachelorette trip so a few months back i had a bachelorette trip to puerto rico two of my bridesmaids were able to go and my mother and sister came as well i asked my mum to be maid of honor since i thought it would help create a closer bond between us getting ready for my wedding my whole goal was to have everyone get along and just have a good time I should have known this was going to be a disaster. A couple of weeks before, my mother started bashing all of my bridesmaids and friends. She was particularly focused on one that was actually going on the trip. I ended up paying for my mum, sister and my own flight to help the burden of my mum having to pay for both herself and my sister. The plan was my mother was going to pay for her and my sister's hotel. My friend reached out to everyone to try and plan something for me without me getting involved. I would like to add that I planned the bachelorette trip as the bride. When my friend reached out to my mum and called her, she wanted to help as much as she can. My friend is actually Puerto Rican, so she was going to be a huge help with this trip. At the time, I did not know about this call. My mother called me at 3am after having that call with my friend that day to tell me she has not been doing her maid of honor duties because she was observing everyone and everything. She then said as the maid of honor, she should be planning the bachelorette trip. I found this conversation odd, but I said okay. I was relieved that she finally stepped up to help me with the trip. My mum did say before the call ended to not tell my friend she talked to me about this, which I did find odd as well. The next day, my friend called me and told me that she wanted to make sure that I had a great bachelorette and that to remember, it is all about me. She wanted to help me with the excursions I wanted to do and I told her my mum wanted to plan as well so they could work together. I saw my mother the next day and she went on a rant that my friend was disrespectful and she said she was not letting a little girl control her on this trip and made it seem like something was wrong with my friend and how she did not want to wear her stupid t-shirts during the trip. She started raging and telling me she doesn't want to go in the rental car with my friend and wants to take an Uber. This automatically started stressing me out. She said she didn't like my friend and she was disrespectful and has mental issues. I ended up calling my friend and asking her, if she could cancel the rental and she said she could not. I created a group chat for the ones attending the trip and my friend was asking questions about what activities we were going to do and how excited she was and my mum and sister was instantly annoyed. My mum was supposed to plan the activities that we were going to do in Puerto Rico. She refused to let my friend do it or participate in helping and again my friend is Puerto Rican. Fast forward to the first day of the bachelorette trip. When we arrived, my mum's luggage was missing that had all of her toiletries. She was upset about it. When we got to the hotel, I let everyone rest since it was an early flight. My friend got there a little later in the day and I met up with her and my other friend in the lobby. 
I called my mum and sister to meet us downstairs and so we could go with them to replace the toiletries that were lost and to have dinner. As me and my two friends were waiting, my mum came downstairs and stood behind my Puerto Rican friend and said hi to her so low that she could not hear her. I hinted that my mum was standing over and behind her while she was sitting on the lobby couch, which I thought was weird. She turned around and said hello. My mum instantly just said, okay, I'm leaving now, go be with your friends. She literally ran off. My sister did not say a word. When I tell you the energy was so off, you can cut the tension in the air with a knife. I asked my friend what was going on with her and my mum because something just really felt off. She told me she did not really know her, so she did not understand why. I decided to just go to the bar with my friends and wait for my mum and my sister to get back. Five minutes later, I get a text from my mum saying, Shame on you. You betrayed your family. You chose a nobody over your family. I am disappointed and your sister and I are out of the wedding. I responded and said that I did not and asked what the problem was. I was then ignored. I started crying hysterically because I did not want my bachelorette to be like this. My friends tried to cheer me up and took me out to dinner. I decided to let things cool off and try to smooth things over in the morning with my mum and sister. I went to my mum and sister's room and knocked on the door several times and kept going back to knock on the door. I also called each of them and no answer. I even waited around the lobby to see if I ran into them and nothing. I called both of them again later in the afternoon and finally my sister picked up. I asked if they were okay and if we can squash whatever happened and move forward with the plans. I asked why they did not answer me for hours and they said they were sleeping, which I knew was a lie because I heard someone look through the peephole when I knocked earlier. My sister said they are not doing any of the activities that I wanted to do and they were having lunch and would not tell me where they were. I felt like shit. My mum planned nothing that she said she was going to plan. My friend even texted and reached out to my mum and apologised for whatever my mum thought she did and called and my mum did not answer. My friend scrambled and tried to make the best of the trip for me while my mum and sister was missing in action. The day before we had to leave and go home, my sister reached out to get their plane tickets which I purchased. I sent it to them and was immediately upset. My mum tricked me into putting my credit card down for her and my sister's hotel. They ignored me during the entire trip and now demanded their plane tickets. I decided to change my flight and leave earlier. I couldn't sit on the plane with my mum and sister and act like this was normal. My sister called and asked if I was going to get an Uber to the airport and I told her no, I have a different flight. My mum finally appeared and called me and said so many hurtful things. My mum told me I was always disloyal, how I interpreted everything wrong, I overthink, I don't care about her and my sister, how I was feeling is wrong and called me a liar and hung up in my face. My friends started to tell me about the phone conversation that she had with my mum prior. She didn't want to tell me out of respect for my mother because my mum asked her not to tell me about the phone conversation. My friend said my mum was talking badly about me, my fiancé, my fiancé's family and how I was planning my wedding. My friend was put in this awkward position. Ever since that trip, I have not spoken to my mom or sister and they did not show up to my wedding. I only get a text from my sister to tell me to pay both her and my mom's phone bill once a month. And that is it. Now, my Columbo senses are tingling here and saying, you know, this behavior has been going on for quite some time. You said in the very first paragraph that, you know, you thought it would help create a closer bond between us for getting ready for the wedding, like making her maid of honor. And, you know, that could have been just to create a better bond, but I'm suspecting that you didn't have a great bond to begin with, and thus this might help you build a bridge. 
And it just seems that this is only coming from one side. You're the only one who's trying to, to build this bridge. She doesn't seem to be at all. And, you know, she just continues to be selfish, mooch off you at the same time, which I think that needs to be cut out instantly. I mean, they're not talking to you, but they happily take your money. And I just find it really sad. I know I'm not excusing any of the behavior at all that the sister is picking up on the asshole traits at the same time. But it always comes down to that question to me. And what are they actually bringing to your life? And not much. It sounds like they're taking more than they're giving. They sound like they're just stressing you from the very start. It sounds like you was worried the whole way through your bachelorette, which is incredibly sad. And I think maybe at some point in the future, you should redo it for yourself and your friends. Just them. You know, just have a get together, spa day, whatever you want and enjoy yourself. But Penny Arena says, my eyebrows rose when your mum called your friend a little girl. It was a big word from someone who allegedly needed their trip paid for. Are you cutting them off financially? It's okay if you do. They don't treat you with love and care, so why should they receive it from you? Opie responds saying, I plan on cutting them off. The only thing left to cut off is the phone bill situation. I'm nervous about doing it because it's only going to create more conflict that I don't need. Excellent ad says, you tried your best and so did your friend and your POS egg donor and shit sister ruined it. It is time to cut them off for a long while. At least until you forget how they treated you and gaslit yourself into thinking that it wasn't that bad. But for now, cut them off and do not pay for their phone bill since you are not family to them. Why would you pay for anything of theirs? They already had you pay for the trip and the hotel stay, so I would say you were done with their crap. Bleacher Blonde says, I sincerely hope you stop paying their shit for them. They sound horrible, and I think you're much better off without them. You're trying so hard to forge a good relationship, and none of them made any difference. This isn't on you. They're just selfish, mean people. Please don't let them continue to use you. And one more comment from Never in Compliance who says your mum is poison. You are falling into a trap when you let her feelings and thoughts dictate what you do and how you feel. You need to set strict boundaries with her and expect that she will go ballistic. If you don't exercise control now, it is a good bet she will do everything she can to wreck your marriage. If you find you cannot stand up to your mum, seek therapy. And OP seems to suggest in their comments to other people, they, they said it's going to be a wrap and they plan on getting a new separate line. So they're going to stop paying the bills. And it sounds like contact is going to be severely reduced or completely cut off. But what would you do in that situation? Some people seem to suggest that, you know, writing a letter to the mum might help out. Other people saying that, you know, this just needs to be cut off completely. What do you guys make of it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 
And seeing as we're already in the Entitled People subreddit, and we haven't been to this subreddit for a long time, we're going to cover another story from Zeb the Tall, who says, A guy followed my buddy around the store to tell him to give up the store's mobility scooter for his mother. I just read a story about somebody dealing with an entitled person trying to steal their wheelchair, and it reminded me of this story from my best friend. So back in the early 2010s, my best friend, we call him Jim, and his family were moving across the state for his dad's work. Now, Jim has a disability that makes him wheelchair bound. At first glance, he looks like he should be healthy, but in reality, it is quite the opposite. This is important for later. He had sent their stuff ahead in a truck, but still had a bunch in their van, and Jim's wheelchair had stuff stacked on top of it. The seat was folded and the chair was fine. While they were traveling, they decided to stop at a grocery store to grab some supplies for the new place, as they were moving someplace rural, and there were no affordable grocery stores at their destination. At the time, Jim could walk, albeit very slowly and with help, but at the risk of falling and getting seriously hurt, as he couldn't catch himself, and was over six feet tall. So, when they got to the store, Jim was helped out of the van so he could go inside and cool off. As they were driving through the desert in late August, early September, his folks helped him inside and to one of the available mobility scooters, seeing as his chair was buried. So off went Jim in the scooter that had the approximate speed of an inebriated snail. <laughs> he was starting to cruise around the store and he was spotted by a middle-aged gentleman, entitled person of this tale, who was walking with his elderly mother. She was obviously having some trouble walking, but it just so happened that Jim was in possession of the last functioning scooter, so she wasn't able to use it. Well, seeing Jim in the last functioning scooter and assuming he was just some teenage kid goofing off, he told Jim to get off and let his mother use the scooter. Now, Jim was used to this kind of interaction, so he calmly explained that no, he wasn't just goofing off in a scooter, he actually needed it to get around. Well, Entitled Person then ranted about how Jim was younger, and Entitled Person's mum was in awful pain, so Jim should be respectful of his elders. Jim naturally disagreed. He again explained his disability and drove away. Though not very common, this sort of interaction was not his first, but everyone before had been very understanding of the situation. Not so with Entitled Person. As Jim perused the wares of the grocery store, Entitled Person followed him around, almost shouting at him about how disrespectful he was, and he didn't think anything was wrong with Jim, or leaving his mother at the front door. Fun fact about Jim, I have very rarely seen him get genuinely angry. I've seen him get upset at a video game or about the state of the US healthcare system. That's another whole can of worms, but he has a very unique ability to let stupid people and their antics roll off his back like duck with water. So Jim did what he does best and he blocked him out. He had practice being the oldest child. Well, the entitled person kept up his antics and Jim just pretended he didn't exist. Eventually, Jim found his parents as they were checking out. They had left him to his own devices as he liked to be as independent as possible. An entitled person ran back to his mum after seeing Jim's dad, who was not a small person. Jim and his family, just wanting to be done with their travels, bought their supplies and got out of Dodge. Every time Jim thinks of that story, he says, you know what the worst part was? He followed me and harassed me rather than take care of his mum, who looked like she was in awful pain. If I could, I probably would have slugged him just for that. And now I'll turn that one to you guys. And seeing as we're covering, you know, entitled people, let's have a little stroll over to r slash petty revenge, where 
We've got a fart-based story. I'm a bit of a child when it comes to this sort of thing. You know what I'm like, but you know, in case you are eating or whatever, <laughs> you know what to do. This one's from Tit for Tat 101, who says, I purposely farted in front of a guy at the gym because he wouldn't take no for an answer. So a few things. I go to the gym to work out and decompress. I don't see it as a place to be social. I wear large over-ear headphones. I was at the gym and just finished one of my sets for deadlifts when a guy walks over. This is something I'm used to, despite how much I dislike it, but he starts talking to me and I'm able to pick up he's flirting. I'm polite and waiting for the proper moment to end the conversation. When he asks for my number, I decline. He keeps talking and going into the usual shtick of why not and come on. At that point, I'm very uncomfortable and also annoyed because my workout timer has already gone off and it's past time for me to start my next set. I put on my big girl pants and tell him that he's making me uncomfortable and I just want to finish my workout. Does he leave? No. He keeps talking, now going on about how he didn't mean it like that and he's not a bad guy. No actual apology to be found. Now, during this entire interaction, I've had to fart. I was being polite and holding it in until he left. But seeing as he's not, I think, well, I know a way to get him to leave. And he's still talking. I let it go. It's silent, but rather smelly. <laughs> it only takes about two seconds for him to catch a whiff. He stops talking and the face he makes is too much that I have to bite my lip to stop laughing. That's when he gives me a look of, are you serious? And then finally leaves. And I'm alone to finish my workout. Oof, protein farts. <laughs> and the various puns and comments. Someone says, a case of gone with the wind. Someone says, he was blown away. <laughs> Someone says, he's been Pepe Le Pewed. Someone just says, desperate times call for desperate measures. But what do you guys make of that situation? How was it handled? Stinky. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And before we finish up, let's have one more story from the Petty Revenge. I do miss these stories. This one's from One Pink Squirrel, One Scotch, who says Christmas pettiness that kept on giving. This is a story about my mum and the absolute depths of pettiness she could sink to. Growing up, we could never put lights on our Christmas tree. My parents would always say it was a fire hazard and would recount a story about one of their first Christmases together where their tree caught fire. Apparently my dad had fallen asleep on the couch and was woken up to the kitchen and living room filled with smoke. He woke up my mum and got her and the dog out of the house, then ran back inside to check things out. He came out a few minutes later with a tree wrapped in a blanket and threw it in the snowbank saying it had caught fire. Ever since they had no lights on the tree rule to prevent a repeat occurrence. So my whole life, we never put lights on the tree. Despite nearly everyone we knew, including both sets of grandparents putting lights on their trees, I'd occasionally question my parents about it and I'd always get the same fire hazard story. My mum did go to some lengths to make up for it though, with a lot of colourful glass balls that would catch the light, as well as other reflective ornaments. Anyway, years pass and I'm now an adult. One year I'm talking to my mum and the tree fire story comes up. She chuckles and asks if I'd like to hear the real story. Turns out that night, many years ago, the tree did not catch fire. What actually happened was my dad decided to fix himself something on the stove late at night. He fell asleep on the couch with a pan still on the hot burner and it eventually began to smoke, waking him up. 
After he got my mum out of the house and realised what caused the smoke, rather than take the tongue lashing about the ruined pan and irresponsible stove use, he decided to pin the blame on the tree. A few theatrics later and he thinks he's gotten away with it. He even brought the burnt tree back inside the next day saying it must not have burnt much because it still looked alright. He might have pulled it off too. Had he done more than just thrown the ruined pan into the kitchen trash can? My mum found it in the trash can the very next day and put two and two together pretty quickly. She could have nailed into the wall right then and there, but she decided to play the long game and didn't say a word. See, it turns out she never cared that much about the lights on the tree. It was my dad that really liked them. So next year and every year thereafter, when they were decorating the tree and he'd go to put the lights on it, she'd remind him that they couldn't put lights on the tree because of that time it caught fire. I don't think she ever intended for this to be a long-running thing, but my dad was stubborn to a fault and never admitted it was really the pan. So every year she kept his lie going, knowing he was the one paying for it. She did eventually tell him that she knew the truth, some 30 years later. He had developed cancer and it was his last Christmas, so she decided to come clean. He just laughed and laughed about it. She gave him the option to do the lights on the tree that year, but by then, he'd had more years without a tree lit than with, and had grown to prefer the tree the way we always decorated it. But now, I'm going to turn these stories to you guys. What do you guys make of these situations? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And do you like these other subreddits at the same time? I like covering them every once in a while. Obviously, I don't do it all the time, because, you know... A lot of people come here for the relationships, but I do like to mix it up every once in a while. Let us know your thoughts and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.